The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's time for some Week 11 early betting trends, and we're going to break down this coming week with the one, the only, John Breach. Breacher Report, what's up, buddy? Hi, Brinson. This is my favorite day of the week is this 10 minutes we spend together. I look forward to it every Sunday. I, I don't I don't mind. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I like talking to you about the, the odds that are coming up for the, 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 the coming week, but it's like it's also like – it's like the first time you hear the sixty minutes clock, where it's like you know that you know that the weekend is ending, and there's a recap pod that has to be done afterwards. Uh, but let's dive in and talk about these lines. Let me start. No, we're not trying to do notes. We're trying to do Slack, which is where I'm. I'm all over the place. I'm having a I'm having a day today. Um, your best bets. Give me your first one. All right, Prince. It is the Titans. They're a one point underdog against the Packers on Thursday night. In Green Bay. Uh, you know, here's the thing. If I'm playing on a Thursday, the last team I want to play is the Titans. Because you only get those three days of rest. And they're going to come in and just punch you in the mouth. They have Derrick Henry. Their defense is good. They, they're they just, Mike Vrabel is one of the smartest defensive coaches. And let's not forget, here's the thing with the Packers, is that they're coming off this very emotional win over Mike McCarthy in Green Bay in overtime. And then in week 12, they have the Eagles. And I'm not saying this is a trap game because it's against a first place team from uh, the AFC South. But if you're going to just kind of have a little letdown and what somewhere in this three game streak, it's probably going to be against the Titans. Uh, and you know what? Mike Vrabel is uh, 14 and five all time against NFC teams. And he's won five of his past six against NFC teams. Uh, so. He's good against NFC teams. Packers uh, really should have lost that game to the Cowboys on Sunday. A really bad L for Mike McCarthy in very Mike McCarthy fashion in the place where Mike McCarthy got fired for being Mike McCarthy. Cowboys, Cowboys should have rolled. I mean, like they're up 14 points. Um, I, I don't know if it's like a season saver for the for the Packers. Um, I tend to agree with you on taking the Titans, especially on the short week with a team that, you know, doesn't really 
stop the ball, uh, stop the run very well, and Derrick Henry runs the ball very well. I will point out that you took this at Titans plus one. Do you know what the line is right now? Oh my God, did it already move? Titans, uh, Packers minus two and a half. Ooh. This is what I was actually going to throw out there. It's like maybe a, a, a mover because, and I don't know if it's like moving because of the, they, I, I think, I think it's, I think, I think it moved because the, the Packers win over the Cowboys. Like it got set at one when they were losing. It's like, all right, you know, this is a team that maybe, you know, like you lose the Cowboys and your season's basically over. You lose the Cowboys and the Titans and your season is over. Now it's like, oh, interesting. Aaron Rodgers has a little juice to this coming game on a short week. But I tend to agree with you. You know, you have the um, Mike Vrabel, Matt LaFleur uh, uh, revenge game angle, kind of, or spike game yeah, angle. Yeah, um, that's true. And I think we see a lot of Derrick Henry in this game. Now, that doesn't guarantee a victory. We saw it against the, the Chiefs. But um, if he can run well, you would think they can get that lead and force uh, the Packers to become one-dimensional. Yeah, and, and just real quick on the point spreads, I pulled mine at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're recording this about 9.45 Eastern time. So that is the window of which we have seen it just shoot towards Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. So basically in an hour, it's moved a point. And, and that was central. Like, you put your best bets in Slack about 8.28. 8.28, it's 9.48. So like you know we're talking what 80 minutes and it's moved a point and a half um i think if you like green bay based on the point movement you want to go ahead and get in because there's a chance you could go past three um the titans are pretty banged up and not necessarily a great team but i agree you know over total 41 uh may, we could see that come down a little bit i suppose if uh if there's some nasty kind of weather on thursday 20 oh my god do you know what the highest in green bay on the on 31 29 Oh my God, that's a Derrick Henry game. You just give the who wants to tackle Derrick Henry in, in below freezing weather? weather? No one. No. no. Uh, what's your, what's up next for you? Up next, we got the Commanders, two and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans. Look, if you were going to give me a chance to bet against Houston and I, the team I'm betting on only needs to win by three points, I'm going to take it all day. The Texans have lost seven games this year. All seven losses have come by at least three points. As a matter of fact, the Texans' losses have come by an average of 9.9 points per game. So they usually get smoked. They lost to the Giants by eight. So it's just that I don't really like Houston's offense. I'm not sure they're going to be able to score too much against uh, Washington's defense. And so this really comes down to how you feel about Taylor Heineke. And I know we haven't seen uh, the commanders play it because they play Monday night against the Eagles. But even if the final score is something low, 17, 14, 20, 17, that still gets you the cover. So uh, as long as this stays under three, I, I like the commanders in this spot. Yeah. And this is one too, where, you know, when we record this podcast, it's halftime of Sunday night football. You know, we haven't seen the second half of that game, obviously. And we haven't seen Monday night football. And there's a, you know, if the commanders go out and beat the Eagles, this line is going to get to four or like four and a half because they will have shown even with a short week situation that they can hang with a team like Philly granted in division, which, and Philly just, you know, we saw it against Houston, Houston hung with Philly, but a, a substantially better football team. Uh, conversely, if Washington gets smoked by Philly on Monday night and loses by 34 points, there's a chance that this could drift maybe down a little bit. I don't think too much though. Uh, the Texans are, look, they try hard. They're not a good football team. They got a lot of veterans. You could see a situation where they maybe start to check out a little bit, and the offense just isn't that great. So uh, I agree. The plus the total here is 40 and a half. Like, you know, it's, I mean, you can only have so much of a spread when you've got a 40 and a half uh, point. When you have a 40 and a half uh, game total. Right. Sorry. I saw a, a note about something happening in a game. Next up for you, the Saints. Plus uh, three. Jets, Patriots. 
Jets Patriots. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, we're going to add this one uh, from the rundown. I think this is a no-brainer. This is one that I think will move. It's uh, Pats minus four. I mean, look, I get it. Like Pete and RJ on the best bet show like to make fun of me. They're like, you think it's a spike game for Bill Belichick? Like, shouldn't the Jets be getting revenge? It's like, I don't know what to tell you people. If you don't think Bill Belichick hates the Jets and wants to destroy the Jets constantly, then I'm just not sure what world you're living in. So I I think this could get up. I don't know how much. It's not going to get like seven, but I agree with you. If you can get Bill Belichick at home against the Jets, a team he he hasn't lost to since 2015, uh, I will lay the four points for sure. Yeah, I I mean, that's really what it comes down to is the Patriots are always so dominant against the Jets. We saw these teams play a couple weeks ago. New England won 22-17 in New York. Uh, and it's just hard to see Zach Wilson having any success against the Patriots defense, especially with New England coming off a bye. Uh, so, yeah, four points. I think the Patriots can cover that. Yeah, this, this is one, by the way, that I uh, listed as possible movers that I think it could get bigger. Again, like I don't think it'll get to seven or anything insane, but I think it will get into the five, maybe six range. You know, we saw, I mean, you see, you see it like you know, when you get closer to the game, see, like we saw it with the, the Chargers and the, um, the 49ers, like that game shot up to eight and a half. Right. I mean, it's it's not that uncommon, even in the NFL. Uh, the Rams, you took off their plus three at the Saints. I just want to mention it because that's a game that I think could also move. Sean McVay said, um, I don't think I had that on my list, but Sean McVay said that Cooper Cup's injury does not look good. Matthew Stafford didn't play on Sunday. The Rams lost to the Cardinals for just the second time since Cliff Kingsbury took over. I, it's possible the Rams kind of pack it in. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's, it's not, it's not impossible to suggest that. So I think if you like the saints, maybe you want to jump on that now. Absolutely. I mean, everything the Rams are dealing with their offense couldn't do anything with Matthew. Staff- it's been bad all season. You take Matthew Stafford out of the equation. It gets worse. You take Cooper cup out. I'm not sure they're going to total 10 offensive yards against the saints and the saints haven't been great, obviously this year, but they're not horrible. They're not I mean, a lot of smothering Allen Robinson. It's like, John Walford and Ben Skoranek. Like, that's not going to work against the Saints defense. Yes, that is correct. So, yeah, um, and, and if the Saints stay as underdogs, who knows what will happen here. Uh, that that line could move a lot during the week. Yes, agreed. Uh, no, the, the, the Saints are favored. Okay. By three now, yeah. Um, that I think, to me, that assumes Stafford and Cup are not playing, but we'll see. Uh, you also have, as one of your early best bets, a Chicago Bears team. That has been maligned. People don't like the Bears. And yet, Justin Fields single-handedly carrying fantasy teams uh, all over the place with his 70-plus yard touchdown runs, which is basically like a 20-point score in leagues that give reward bonuses with all the crazy bonuses you get. And you got the Bears plus three and a half. This line is already down to three at Atlanta. I I mean, I don't know if Justin Fields could, I think he could maybe make a case for a spike game here since the Falcons passed on all those quarterbacks and took Kyle Pitts instead. Uh, the only thing I'll say is that I benched Tom Brady in my fantasy league so that I could start Justin Fields and said, and boom, that decision paid off 40 boom, points. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The bears being underdogs is interesting. You know, Brinson, do you remember when the Falcons were six to no against the spread to start the season? Yes, I do. Cause it doesn't seem believable that ever happened. Have you watched them the past four they weeks? Covered in like in, in several weeks. I don't believe. Yeah, they're, they're, they've gone four straight games without covering. They've gotten their offense has been absolutely horrid uh, in three of those four games, uh, and this just has not been a great team. 
over the past month. And then the Bears have been the opposite. They were a horrible team to start the season. They have looked really good over the past few weeks. The, the offense just kind of flipped the switch. Now it's working. They, they know what they're doing with Justin Fields. They're letting they're calling run plays for him. They're taking advantage of his talents. Uh, and yes, they are only one and three over the past four weeks during this quote unquote run of success. Um, but it is just hard to see the Bears not being able to keep up with Atlanta with the way their offense is playing. They've scored at least 29 points four straight games. I'm not the Falcons defense is not good enough to slow them down. So I think the, the Bears can either win here outright, but surely they can cover the three points. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Like basically Luke Getzey has completely changed what they did on offense, which previously before this sort of streak where the Bears offense looked good was they tried to run a offense designed for not Justin Fields. And now they are running an offense designed for Justin Fields. What a novel concept. And it's resulting in him putting up big numbers and playing really good football and putting up like huge stats. So I agree that the, the Falcons have been very, uh, very impressive in terms of their overachievement, but they are sort of coming back down to earth a little bit. I think the bears are a good look there. I would be shocked if this closed at three because it, it screams one score weirdness and like, Somebody, you know, somebody kicks a field goal to win at the last second, which uh, if you're getting the three, give me the points in, in this situation is what I'm saying. All right, let's take a break. and we come back, we'll look at a couple more lines that we think could move as the week goes on next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mentioned the Patriots and the Saints before the break as possible line movers. They already uh, nudged a bit. Let me ask you this. Do you think that the Denver Broncos, actually, I, I, I know that the Denver Broncos, who were minus two and a half when we started uh, deciding whether or not, like which, which bets we would take, I know this line could move because it's already up to three. Uh, Denver minus three against the Raiders. I, I mean, I think this is going to be a weird week for the Raiders. You have Josh McDaniel losing to Jeff Saturday in a disastrous performance by Oak, by Las Vegas. Um, you know, do I think Denver's great? No, but Las Vegas is really bad. It, it, maybe this is a rally the troops game. I'm not saying I'm taking the Broncos. I'm just saying I think if you like the Broncos, you want to get it now, Breach, because this line is more likely to get bigger than smaller. Yeah, I have no idea what is going to happen here because you really have two desperate teams. The Raiders, Josh McDaniels, if he could preach one thing all week, it's that, guys, as bad as we've been, we did beat the Broncos. One of our two wins came against Denver. The Raiders scored 32 points against the Broncos. Uh, but, I mean, this is just both teams are absolutely desperate. They both really, really need a win. Uh, I have no idea which way this one will go. So I'm just going to roll with you here. 
I think it gets. I think it just, I just think it gets bigger because like Mark Davis went in the locker room after the game. I mean, you, you, you're gonna have a desperate Raiders team, but they lost with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro both on IR. You know, it's just not a very good football team. And one of their linebackers retired halfway through the season. Right. And the Broncos are coming off the bye also, right? Oh, no, they played the Titans. They played the Titans. Sorry, excuse me. I was looking at pro football reference. Um, it's been a long day. The uh, next, next line that we'll talk about is the Vikings plus two against Ooh. the Cowboys on Monday night. Now, I suggested this thinking, all right, like, that's kind of ridiculous. They have the Minnesota Vikings, who are eight and nine and one, eight and one, whatever they got one loss. Yeah, eight and one, I think. They're eight and one. They're on cruise control. They keep winning these games. I mean, they're stealing games. They're close games. They, you know, we don't know exactly what to think, but they beat the Bills on the road, and now they're going home on Monday night to play the Cowboys. And I was like, this game, this line has to get smaller. Then I remembered it's Kirk Cousins in prime time, which means it does not have to get smaller. Oh my God! I never thought I would agree with you more. Than I can right now. I never will because it is. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time, uh, and, and you know we have. It, it's it's just amazing. We talk about this all every week. How Andy Dalton just would always be so bad in prime time, and how is it possible? Then Kirk Cousins comes out and ones up Andy Dalton. He's the new Andy Dalton. Can't win in prime time, and it's just like he forgets how to is play it, football. He's, like, he's never won a Monday Night Football or something like that. What is it? He's, uh, never, I think what he's is won. Are all his wins have come against the Bears? I think he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so weird. It's, so it's, he's beaten the Bears, but he has not beaten any other team on Monday Night Football. So this, uh, yeah, just this game. I, I, I looked at the line. I was like, "That's a dumb line. That's going to move." And I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and you know, it's, it's sort of like yours with the Rams, where you're like, uh, "Actually, I want to take the same." Like, I, you know, I want to take this, the Rams off, and I want to add. You know, you, you know, it's a fluid situation when it's this early in the week. All right. So this game's not in prime time. It's four twenty-five on CBS. Why do I think you it was prime time? Write your notes down. Wait, it's the last game on the. Hmm. What's Monday Night Football? Uh, San Francisco. Well, that's on Caesars, man. That's not. On, oh, oh, oh. That means Sunday Night These Football. These were all oh, Brinton's no, 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 notes, no, 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 and no. Brinton's picks. I had nothing to do with this. You know what happened? So the Cowboys and Vikings is the final game on the list. So I just assume on, on the page, right on the schedule. So I assume on the Caesars schedule. So I assumed it was Monday Night Football, but the Chargers reflect into Sunday Night Football, and the Niners are Monday Night Football, which I hadn't realized. Ooh, so this is not prime time. Yeah, all right. Give me sliding to cousins, baby. Let's go. 425 on Fox. CBS? Fox? NBC? CBS Brinson. Stadium? CBS. I'm kidding. I like I like the I like the Vikings. I think that does actually end up moving. But right. I would watch anyway because my television is on CBS at all times. Uh, right, mine too. Yeah. Um, I think people, whenever they tell me they watch Survivor, like, thank you for helping me stay employed. Fi- finally, a game I don't know what channel it's on, but I know it's at one o'clock on Sunday. The Ravens are hosting the Panthers. The line is 12 and a half. I think that the Ravens are good to 33 and a half. And I think that this line will get above 14 by the time it closes because it's in Baltimore. Carolina is not very good at football. The Ravens are coming off the bye, and you saw in the, we, we saw with the, against the Bengals, you can run the football against Carolina. The Falcons decided not to on Thursday night, and the Ravens run the football really well. I think we see an explosive run game from Lamar Jackson and company. Uh, They should be getting a lot healthier. I think this line closes above two touchdowns. Yeah, this is – the big point spreads have just been scary this season. We've seen uh, since week seven, I believe, eight point spreads uh, that have been multiple scores, so nine points or more. An underdog's gone six and two. 
So I do wonder how big they will make this. But like you said, the Panthers have been so bad, especially when they play good teams. We saw the Bengals expose them. The Ravens could very well expose them because they could just run it 40 times for 400 yards. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if this inches up a little bit. I agree. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll be back after Sunday Night Football to recap all of Week 10's action on Sunday. Grumpy Ryan Wilson will join us. For Breach, I'm Britson. We will see you guys later.